0: Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh why Oh like it's, uh, it's boy. Oh 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 I can't lie to you, everybody, I had started the podcast earlier and uh, I was probably five minutes into it when uh, nature called, when my morning coffee was like, I need to get out. <laughs> I need to go see the world through the sewer system. <laughs> so uh, I had to stop what I was doing, which was podcasting and go take care of business. But I'm back, I'm back, baby, I'm back. I wasn't saying anything important anyway. Do I ever say anything important? No, no, don't don't take anything I say seriously, everybody. Everything should be taken with a grain of salt. Everything should be looked upon as this guy is just angry. He's spouting shit. He swears way too much. Anyone who swears as much as I do should never be taken seriously, right? You guys understand that, right? Hopefully you do. But uh, Today, it's a Monday, March 7th, 2020 dose. It's a little after nine in the morning as I'm recording this. I'm recording back in the morning. Why? I gotta go back to work. Fuck, fuck. Oh, before I get into it, if this is your first time listening, uh, my name is Stu McAllister. I am the host of the podcast. Uh, It's just me rambling about my life up front I used to be a comedian And I suppose I can always go back and tell jokes Nobody is preventing me from telling jokes I've just stopped telling jokes I don't have any interest in getting back on stage It's weird I used to be a social worker Uh, I used to not swear as much when I was a social worker Because you can't swear when you're a social worker You, You probably shouldn't You probably won't be employed a whole lot if you're swearing in front of your clients, a co a boss, or whatever. And uh, so there you go. That's it. I got two dogs. I got two cats. And uh, that's my life. I live in Michigan. There we go. So you caught up. Thank you for listening to this shit. It's shit. I'll be the first one to go, it's shit. You got to get behind me. I'm the first one in line to go, that podcast is shit. And then you'll be behind me going, yeah, I guess that guy said it all. I got nothing else to say. He said it for me. (laughs) The guy who runs the podcast called his own podcast shit. Are there other podcasts that call their own podcast shit? Probably not. (laughs) If there is, let me know. I want to listen to it. But I got to go back to work. I had the week off because of my car accident. My doc said take the week off. I I took the week off and the week's over. So I got to go back to work. And I'm not going to lie, everybody, not looking forward to it. I wasn't really looking forward to going back to work before the car accident. Not not a fan. It's a second shift job. Not a fan. If you work second shift, good for you. Everybody's fucking clock works differently, right? My clock is a first shift clock. I have learned, I actually kind of enjoy going to work, being at work at like six o'clock, seven o'clock. I kind of dig it. I'm okay working 10 hours a day. I'm all right with it. I like uh, being done, you know, three hours of work being done at nine in the morning. I'm cool with that. I'm not cool with getting home from work at like midnight it's dark outside nobody's around everything's closed people have been bed have been in bed for a couple hours and i'm just fucking getting home it sucks for me if if some of you are second shifters good for you some of you are third shifters i don't understand you but uh, hey more power to you love you baby do what you do you you found your niche my niche is not that (laughs) I don't know what my niche is. You'd like to think after more than half a century of life, I'd have figured out what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I did get a new car. I got another Ford Focus, everybody. It's my sixth Ford Focus. I sound like LeBron James. Not one, not two, not three. (laughs) Six, six Ford Focus. It's okay. It's silver. It's a two-door. I was talking with a friend. Her mom said two-door cars are great and four-door cars are for nerds. And I'm like, well, call me a nerd because I prefer it. I just like it. It's easier to put things in the back seat. It's easier if you got more than two people in your car. I mean, it's just me. So, uh, you know, I don't have too many other people getting in my car, but I, I like to take the dogs with me sometimes. I'll put them in the back seat, so then you got to fucking deal with that. So, whatever. Sometimes uh, when you're in a rush to buy something, and now is not the greatest time to buy a car, particularly a used car, particularly a car that I was looking for. I, you know, I don't have a shit ton of money. So, uh, I, I got what I got. I'm pretty happy with it. It'll probably die in a week. <laughs> the guy who's the car dealer will have fucking moved. His, his uh, phone will be have been disconnected. Fuck. Fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. So, there we go. I live in the great state of Michigan. In the great state of Michigan, it's weird as fuck. It was like 60-odd degrees this weekend. I wake up this morning, and there's snow on the ground. There was a huge windstorm this weekend. A tree actually had been blown over down the street, knocked over some wires, thankfully. I didn't lose power or anything, but pain in the ass. Wake up this morning, there's snow everywhere. Motherfuck. And I know it. I know it. I, I know winter is coming. I know we'll have those days... A streak of days of like 40, 50, maybe 60 degree weather, and then it'll go away and it'll be like 20 degrees and snow. It will, my birthday is in late April, and uh, there's been more than one occasion where it has snowed on my birthday in late April. So I know, and I hate it. I hate it, everybody. I want winter to come, and we do it. And then it's like you flip the switch and it's like, okay, it's spring. We're going to get warm. We're going to thaw out shit. It's going to rain. Flowers will come out. Birds return. Squirrels are fucking dancing. Doesn't work like that. You get a little spring. You get a little summer. You get a little winter all fucking within a week and fuck it. I hate it. I hates it. I want to compartment compartmentalize. Is that the word? Did I say that correctly? I don't say words correctly, everybody. I have two college degrees, and I don't know how to speak English. How the fuck does that happen? But I just wish everything happened in a certain time frame, and then it was done. Give me winter from, like, December 1st to, like, March 15th, right? So you had like, three and a half months of shit weather. But come March 16th... Spring! Spring Spring has sprung! I nickname my penis Spring. Because it has sprung! (laughs) A lot of dick jokes everybody. I love a good dick joke. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Dick jokes are funny. I know a lot of people get pissed about dick jokes because they find them uh offensive or silly or whatever uh mass uh, not masochistic uh, uh f- i'm stupid too not only can i not say words i'm dumb as shit but i they're ridiculous because it is it's just ridiculous it's ridiculous to think that there's a dude who's nicknaming their penis spring because his, his dick is sprung. <laughs> Just think about it. God damn, I used to have like 30 different nicknames for my penis. These jokes that I would tell on stage. Just ridiculous. It's just funny. Just let it go. It's silly. It's funny. It doesn't hurt anybody. A ton of people would often believe, and it's usually it was people who had never seen my act, because I they, people would ask me, like, what's your act? I'm like, ah, it's all dick jokes. And I literally have I think like two dick jokes in my act, but every oh, these people have never seen my act. They're like, ah, it's, it's all dick jokes. I'm like, ah, really? Am I? All right, whatever. Whatabs? Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, as I told you, I was um I was on the turlet taking care of uh the business. My first Monday morning meeting, and uh, I am uh. <sighs> facebook has said fuck you Stu, i cannot facebook is not working for me on my phone the app doesn't work anymore it used to log me out i'd log back in then they text me a code i'd punch in the code and then it would work and then it would a day later it'd be the same thing now it's gotten to the point where like they're not even texting me a code anymore so i can't get on facebook on uh Uh, On my phone anymore. Which uh, I guess I should be grateful for. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Thank you, you fucking fuck. Thank you, you fucking fucking. (laughs) fuck. So uh, instead of scrolling through Facebook, I'm scrolling through Twitter. (laughs) And uh, I came across this tweet from this guy, uh, this football player who none of you know, you shouldn't know. Uh, if you do know, you're a huge football nerd. His name is Blake Ferguson. And I'm only vaguely aware of Blake Ferguson because uh, he is the brother of Reed Ferguson. Reed plays football for the Buffalo Bills. I'm a fan of the Buffalo Bills. He's the long snapper. That's all he does. He just snaps the football to the punter, to the place kicker. That's it, that's all he does. And his brother, Blake, is a long snapper for the fucking Miami Dolphins. So that's how I'm, I'm aware of these two fucking numbnut brothers. And I call them numbnut brothers because uh, they're both conservative uh, fuckfaces. If you listen to this podcast, you know I, I lean left like my penis. <laughs> um I would prefer not to have it be my entire identity though. I'm not that guy. I'm not going to sit here for the whole fucking hour and talk about goddamn politics. But I'll see shit and I'll just be like, "You fucking idiot." Um, and so Blake Ferguson, Blake Ferguson, I'm going to call you my your my fucking moron, my Monday moron. Maybe that should be a new segment. Monday moron, Blake Ferguson. Because he retweeted a tweet from the uh, RNC research page where it was showing, uh, who is it, the fe- It's uh, the speaker for the president, what's her name, Jen Psaki, she was talking about gas prices going up and uh, she, she apparently said within it, the reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken, they're because Putin is invading Ukraine. And then they continue, that was her statement, then it continues, gas prices rose a dollar fourteen from Biden's inauguration to the day Putin invaded. <clears throat> and then uh, Blake Ferguson, he just does, because he's a football player, and he's had one too many fucking blows to the head, and he's worse with language than I am. He just uses three crying emojis and then two clown emojis to uh, describe... Uh, Pesaki. Um, I I hate these people who blame gas prices on the fucking president. Whether it's a a Democrat in office, a Republican in office. uh, I did not realize that fucking uh, presidents owned oil companies, owned gas stations. Um, admittedly a lot of what they do can influence and affect stuff but uh let's be perfectly honest uh there are people out there who are doing things called uh, price gouging and uh that's that's what fucking um that's what these gas companies are doing they're taking us to the cleaners everybody they're fucking taking money from us because uh, they know we need it. We need, we need to buy this shit to get around, to live our daily lives, everybody. I don't want to have to buy gas. I don't live in a huge city where I can take public transportation, where I can take a subway or a bus or whatever and get around. I, in order for me to get to where my job is, I need to take a car. The, whether it's my car or an Uber Or something else. I need a vehicle. So I need to buy gas. It's as simple as fucking that. Americans, we love our vehicles. And Americans, we also love our big fucking gas guzzling vehicles. I used to tell a joke about all the different cars uh, that Ford make. Like there was the Ford Escape. The Ford Explorer. The Ford Expedition. Then I said Ford just came out with a newer, bigger one. It was called the... uh, Ford Excrement, the biggest piece of shit on the road. Cause we love our big vehicles. We love our gas guzzlers, and that's why fucking gas goes up too. The demand. You, everybody listening, go buy yourself an electric car. Go buy yourself a, a fucking car that isn't gonna fucking take up gas. Well, still, so where's the electricity coming from? Where's the fucking electricity coming from? I don't know. You tell me. Where is it coming from? Do I stop uh, having the lights on in my house too? Jesus Christ. We got to get off all of this shit. Relying upon stuff that's just going to go away. We need to rely on uh, solar. We need to rely on wind. We need to rely on shit that's just plentiful and it's there. We got to fucking do it. So, but Blake Ferguson tweeted that out and I just wanted to respond to him because he just uses emojis. I want to be Blake. Use your words. Use your words, Blake. Uh, I know at some point you went to a fucking college. Apparently he went to Louisiana State LSU. I- I'm sure he didn't fucking get a degree there. But, uh, You do what you need to do, everybody. You do what you need to fucking do. Uh, Did that answer anybody's question? No. Did that answer anything? No. I just go off on tangents. I apologize, everybody. Somehow yesterday on the Patreon, I started off talking about All in the Family, the Archie Bunker sitcom. I had no desire to talk about that, uh, but literally 30 seconds into it, I'm talking about Archie Bunker. You know, All in the Family and then Archie Bunker's Place. I thought it was really weird how it went from All in the Family for like seven seasons and then it essentially just changed the name to Archie Bunker's Place. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Maureen Stapleton, who played his wife Edith, I think she just didn't want to be on the show anymore. And so then it just became, they they kind of fucking changed it from his house to the bar. He bought the the bar Weird, right? But anyway, if you like tangents, you'll love this fucking podcast. Because I just spout. I spout a whole fucking lot. Uh, If you guys can go like my Facebook page, like my Twitter page for the Elemental Podcast, that'd be great. Uh, I got a little Macari store, too. I sold... Some things this weekend on my Macari. It's a lot of, it's mostly sports shit, everybody. It's sports stuff. Like jerseys and uh, bobblehead shit like that. Yesterday, it's funny, yesterday I had a, uh, I put a hockey jersey of Minnesota Wild Thomas Vanek hockey jersey. I put it up for sale. Quickest sale I think I've ever had because five minutes later I, I sold it for the price I was asking. No haggling, no nothing. It was great, fucking great. I was like, "What?" Because I was on the phone, I was on the speakerphone with somebody, and then I got like a text saying, "Hey, you sold something on my car on your car." And I'm like, "All right, what the fuck did I sell?" And then I went, I saw it was the fucking jersey. So if you guys like any sports shit. I'm trying to sell some of these uh, football, baseball, hockey cards I got as well too. It's I haven't posted any on Macari, but it's probably better if you just get a hold of me and go, hey, this is the team I'm interested in, this is a player I'm interested in, and then uh, if I got some, I'll message you. I sold a uh, bunch of Steelers stuff, I sold a bunch of Saints stuff, I sold some uh, Pat stuff cards. So uh, yeah, there you go. I'll uh, you know, I needs the money. So, get at me, we can fucking do it. I watched uh, while I was this morning. Longtime listeners re- know that I've been watching Hunter, that 80s television show, Fred Dreyer, Stephanie Kramer. I've been watching Hunter on Voodoo, the Walmart owned Voodoo streaming app. Why? I don't know. I'm looking for something that provides comfort, and for whatever reason, Hunter, this awful cop television show, is providing me comfort. And so I'll watch an episode in the morning when I'm drinking my morning coffee uh, and eating my breakfast. And the episode I saw this morning before I started this podcast was about a serial killer who was murdering uh, gay people. Now... Hunter came out in the mid 80s. So uh, this is season six. It probably this was probably 1987, 88, maybe when it came out. And uh, so this is big. They're talking about gay people. Even though it's gay people getting murdered, they're talking about gay people. And it was weird how they were talking about it. Because they were talking about it like This guy's going around, he's killing homosexuals. That's how they pronounce the word. Now, I don't pronounce words correctly myself, but I don't think I would go homosexuals. That's how they were saying it. It was very weird. So they were going around, and uh, they're going to different bars, very stereotypical bars, to find these serial killers. And uh, then it turned out like this one guy who was guest starring is like a cop who was trying to help. It, it turn out that he was gay and like he hasn't, you know, it was inadvertently was discovered that he was gay. And he was telling her, he's like, look, Hunter, I haven't told anyone that I'm gay because uh, it'll it'll interfere with my job. And, I, you know, I'm just here to do my job and it shouldn't matter that I'm gay or not. And Hunter's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. So, you know, they go through the whole process. They find the guy who did it. And, uh, you know, at the end, the the gay cop is going to talk to the captain about an accommodation and all. And he's like, I just thought you should know that I'm a homosexual. (laughs) And then there was that long pause from the captain who's just staring at him. And then he goes, I don't know what that has to do with anything here. I'm just going to send this as is if you don't mind. And the guy was like, yeah, sounds good to me. And it was like their way of going like, yeah, gay people are normal people too. And uh, I'm sure back in 1987 or whatever, like that was like fucking a big thing. Looking at it now, like 30 years later, you're like, it's it's very hokey and kind of condescending and like... Almost like backwards thinking But you're like ah oh, fuck no I, he, he did good it was good it was good It was good it was good Although I, I can't lie everybody uh, The show The show's getting weird like this is the Sixth season out of seven and I can Kind of understand why it ended It had one more season left In it and it's done the writing Was bad like Dee Dee Hunter the, the partner In an episode she was like I'm done I'm out I don't want to be a cop anymore. It's taking my life away from me. And then they didn't even address it the next episode. Like, how are you not addressing it? She said she quit. She turned in her badge. The fuck's happening here? So whatever. No, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. I said, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. No one give. All right, um, man, what do we want to talk about? All right, I mentioned uh, Blake Ferguson, the football player. I guess I'll talk about this. Another football player, a guy that you probably don't know, maybe. Again, his name's Mason Rudolph. He was the backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There was a time where he was the starting quarterback uh, when the, the, their main guy was hurt. Ben Roethlisberger was hurt. And Mason Rudolph was playing. Uh, There was an episode, an episode. There was a This is not a fucking season of Hunter, Stu. There was a game where they played the Cleveland Browns, and he kind of got into a fight with Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. Miles Garrett had ripped uh, Mason Rudolph's helmet off and uh, attempted to hit him in the head with it. It It's a big thing. He said that Mason Rudolph used a racial slur. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think it was resolved. I don't think I I don't think anyone came forward and said that Mason Rudolph said anything. I would like to think that any of Mason Rudolph's teammates, if they were African American and Mason Rudolph said like the N word or something stupid like that, that they would be like, Oh yeah, that motherfucker said the N word. Like even though he's my teammate, he can't go around saying shit like that. So whatever. Mason Rudolph, um, he is not a good quarterback though. I'm going to start off and say he is not a good quarterback. Mason Rudolph should not be the Steelers' quarterback this coming year. Um, He's got a shot at it because Ben Roethlisberger is retiring. They really don't have any other alternatives on their team. So unless the Steelers uh, get a free agent or they draft a quarterback, Mason Rudolph's got a shot at it. He should not have it, though. He shouldn't. Um, He's excited for the opportunity. And he recently was on the Jim Rome show. And he goes, every year, yeah, I'm preparing like a starter. Yes. But you know when you get back to camp, there's a Hall of Famer there who is the starter. So I'm excited. I know it's an opportunity having a chance to be the starting quarterback. That's all you can ask for. However, everyone and their mother is saying he can't fucking do it. There's no way that he should do it. So he's doing one of these things that I think a lot of people do. Um, They're using people saying no as the motivator. And sometimes... Has that ever happened to you in your life? Sometimes that's happened to me in my life where people have said no to me and I've used that as a motivator for shit. But usually it's shit that I didn't even want in the first place. People are like, yeah, no, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, no, I can't? Well, fucking watch me do it. And then it's something I didn't even want to do in the first place. So I always want to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? I don't want to do this. They're right. I shouldn't do it. I don't want to do it. It's dumb as shit. And I feel like Mason Rudolph, he shouldn't try. He shouldn't try to be their quarterback. Did you guys hear that? Am I going fucking crazy? Huh, thought I heard like a squeaking alarm of some kind. I don't hear it now. All yeah, right, right, whatever. So he continues, uh, Mason Rudolph, there's always going to be competition, no matter if we draft somebody or being a veteran in. Did you he hear it? It went off again. What is that noise? Creepy. What is that? That you wean? Huh. I'm never going to shy away from that, and it's an obvious component. We know the front office is going to add to the room, so I'm excited to compete and looking forward to the opportunity to play. He's not going to be their starting quarterback. There's no fucking way. The the Steelers are probably going to get Mitch Trubisky, the guy who's the backup here for the Bills. They're probably going to fucking try to sign him. I think they'd be smart. I know Trubisky got a fucking... Uh, shitty reputation when he played with the Bears, but I think he's a solid quarterback. Is he gonna fucking uh, lead the league in anything? No, but he'll he'll fucking do you well. He won't be complete shit. So there we go. It's weird. I I just brought it up because I'm like, going. He's. It's like it's the wrong motivator. Being told no is not the right motivator. You should do something because you want to do it, not because other people tell him you can't fucking do it. Crazy. Crazy as shit. Crazy as shit. A lot of people had problems with Ben Roethlisberger, too, because he's had a weird history of um, sexual harassment or sexual uh, assault allegations against him that have seemingly gone away. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Steelers fan, I'm not a Roethlisberger fan. So I never really followed the story. You just you, you, the rumors and innuendo or whatever just pop up. It's kind of like I'm sure it's sort of like in comedy. Like all of the thing like I knew about uh Louis CK's jerking off shit like 8 years before it came out. Like I had been made aware of it. A guy who's just like a Midwest comedian uh is aware of Louis CK's jerk off habits. I was why is that a possible? Apparently a shit ton of people knew about fucking Bill Cosby's shit before Hannibal Burris kind of threw him uh threw him under the bus, which I mean he should have been thrown under the bus long before Hannibal Burris did it. But people are aware of shit. So people are I'm sure aware of shit with Roethlisberger. But you tolerate shit because of their talent and their ability. You never want to believe it. That's why I've always said you don't want to meet your heroes. You don't want to meet people who are good at what they do, because they're probably dicks. They probably had to be dicks to get to where they are. I don't want to meet Brian Regan. I've never met him, and he just comes across as such a fun, likable, affable character. But he's probably a huge fucking cocksucker. He's probably like raping puppies or something. I just don't want to fucking have that happen. I don't want to have it happen. I don't want to have it happen. Blah, 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 blah. So, I don't know. I think the Steelers can get Mitch Trubisky. I'm calling it right now. Kate, if you're listening to this, Kate from uh, New Jersey, you're getting Mitchell Trubisky. He's your quarterback. Mark it. Kate just bought a whole bunch of Pittsburgh Steeler cards for me this weekend. I appreciate that a whole lot. Uh, I've talked about this guy before. This is a guy, uh, he's a dude that I liked. And then I'm like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole. I don't want to meet this guy. I didn't have to meet this guy to learn that he's a fucking asshole Uh, He's my age Uh, He's done a whole lot more with his life than I have I have Uh, You know him, maybe you love him Ricky Schroeder from Growing Pains And what was he on, NYPD Blue And then he had a, a moment where he was on Scrubs for a while He's done shit He's been in television shows I like. I remember watching Silver Spoons as a kid and I liked it. I remember him when he was on Scrubs and I liked him on Scrubs. He's my fucking age. But he's become this weird religious fucking... I don't know if he's religious, but he's become this weird conservative nutbag. And uh, he's really anti-mask and he's probably... I can't remember if he's anti-vaccine. I'm assuming they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? If you're anti-mask, You're probably uh, anti-vaccine. But apparently you had a fucking meltdown. It's always funny, too. The super conservative people have problems when people have meltdowns about shit. Like, I had a meltdown, I don't know, a couple months ago. Well, it had to have been a couple months ago because I was going to go see the band, The Glorious Sons, I think it was back in November. And they canceled the show. Because, uh, because of COVID reasons or whatever And I'm like, ah, and I, I fucking went off on a huge tirade, rant, meltdown Whatever you want to call it Because I'm just like, yeah, it's fuckers who don't want to get vaccinated Fuckers who don't want to wear a mask And so we're, we're continuing to have problems with COVID as a result And I know a lot of people kind of laughed at my expense And I'm like, whatever, whatever, man I'm doing what I can to make sure that life is better for everybody And I don't see it as being a hassle or a problem Or my freedom's taken away because I'm wearing a mask or because um, uh, you, you know you need to get vaccinated, right? It's just one of those things. You know, back in fucking um, the nineteen hundreds, the eighteen hundreds, I'll go the eighteen hundreds. People didn't fucking um. People weren't really like brushing their teeth. People weren't washing hands. Cleanliness, hygiene, wasn't necessarily a thing. And so, like now, it's become this thing of like you should wash your hands. You should brush your teeth. You should do these things. And like fucking a hundred years from now, they're going to go, Oh, we don't understand why they weren't doing this back in 2022. Why weren't they doing this? Why were they so stupid and didn't understand that, uh, they need to shave off all of their hair every day. They need to sh- fucking hair is a uh, bad. And it, it's what gets you sick. I mean, you know, that's that's how it's gonna be. But Ricky Schroeder went off because he uh he was not allowed to go into the Dwight D. Eisenhower Presidential Library in Abilene, Kansas. Now, right there, right off the bat, I'm like, why is Ricky Schroeder in Abilene, Kansas? Uh, he got mad at the security people there because I guess they were saying, hey man, you gotta wear a mask, and they weren't letting him in. And so he uh what did he do? This is what everybody does. He called them Nazis. <laughs> And uh, I did not realize that he was Jewish and they were trying to kill him. I did not realize that he was a homosexual and they were trying to kill him. Uh, And he told them that they should only enforce God's law. What the fuck is God's law? Mm. The video shared on Instagram by Schroeder and on Twitter by Patriot Takes. God. How did uh, right-wing nutjobs co-op the word Patriot? I hate that. Uh, Patriot takes which monitors right wing media showed Schroeder berating the guards evil federal government right he asked the guards that's your opinion one of the guards replied that is my opinion Schroeder said God's laws are higher than the federal governments but you're going to enforce man's law what's God's law huh what's God's can you tell me I don't know what that is I don't understand what God's law is. We're not going to live as slaves, short declared in one of his clips. I don't know, it's so weird. Is this just I feel sometimes that people use things that they don't necessarily believe in, but it kind of keeps it keeps their name relevant. I don't know if he believes this shit or not. Maybe he does. I don't know. He's always fighting people in weird spots. He kind of looks like a fucking weirdo, too. He's got a crazy beard now. He's got crazy thick glasses. I mean, he's the kind of guy that'd be like, oh, God, that's a, that's the son of the Unabomber. Hmm. Not a fan, Rick. I've said before, I want to fight Rick. If any of you guys can set that up, uh, I'll fight Ricky Schroeder in the ring. Uh, we can we can raise the money for a charity of some kind. I would uh, I would like to do it. So if anybody has any kind of connect in connections to Ricky Schroeder, let me know. I will fight him. I th- we're the same age. I'm probably bigger than him though. I highly doubt Ricky Schroeder is six foot five. Now I'm not the heaviest of guys. I'm about 200 pounds. I donated blood yesterday, and they always ask you how much you weigh. I'm like, I don't know, 200 pounds. That's where I'm at. He could weigh more than me. I haven't seen what Ricky looks like. I think I could take Ricky. If you're a betting man, put the money on me. Because I'm probably angrier, and I got the reach. I got the reach. I got the reach. I'll fucking hit him in the back of the head and fucking knee him in the face. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to end on this. Uh, you guys know lately I have been going over these, uh, these like Dear Abby type ones. There's Dear Abby, there's Dear Annie, there's Ask Amy. And uh, I had asked, like, I was trying to get to the bottom of Amy Dickinson of Ask Amy fame. Like what her qualifications are in being a fucking advice columnist. Now she went to two, you know, good schools offhand. I can't remember what they were, like Dartmouth and Rutgers or something. But I don't know what her degree was in, you know? I don't know, is she a psychologist, a social worker, or what the fuck fuck she is? Is she she just, she's got her business degree. Is she just a, a lady who's got fucking wisdom about her? I don't fucking know. But uh, she's got her own columns, syndicated columns, so she's doing something right. So I'm going to read you what someone wrote to her asking for advice. And then I will give my advice before I read her response. Because I don't know what her response is. I want to see if my advice, as a uh, once upon a time, a licensed social worker, I had a master's degree. I still do. I still have a master's degree in social work. I used to give people advice. Not even really advice, just fucking uh, we talk shit out. And then they gotta figure it out. So, I don't know where she's at. But here we go. Dear dear Amy, our son and daughter-in-law married for about six years, recently dropped a bomb on my husband and me. They told us they're involved in a polyamorous relationships. where each has another partner, lover, or person they each spent a lot of time with outside of the marriage. They tell us that this lifestyle is becoming more common. They're in their mid-30s and don't have children. We are having a hard time understanding this choice and accepting what this will mean for our relationship going forward and for our larger family. We are the only family members they've shared this information with so far, and we are sworn to secrecy. They may may have erased their conscience... Consciences? By telling us... But now we are left with troubling and unsettling information and no place to go with it. We assure them that we will never stop loving them, but this is awkward for us. What can we do to ease our troubled minds? Well, bewildered parents. bewildered parents. Bewildered parents. Ah, boy, you might want to ask your son and daughter-in-law more about these relationships. Talk to them more. Maybe meet the other significant others. So are they like, uh, just, they each have a significant other? Are they uh, same-sex or uh, opposite-sex relationships? Like, you need to figure out. And uh, I, I will say this too, while uh, it may not fit your norms, apparently it's the norm of your child and their spouse. So who gives a shit? I, again, it's one of these things of like, who gives a shit? It's sort of like 30 years when Hunter's trying to find killers of homosexuals and it was kind of fucking a weird thing. 30 years from now, I don't know, maybe everybody's gonna fucking have two wives and three husbands or whatever. We'll look at it and be like, Yeah, why the fuck didn't everybody have all these different relationships? Marriage is stupid. Why? Why is anyone getting married anymore? It's dumb I can't believe they got married back in 2020 why don't you see where they're at maybe maybe you would dig it <laughs> maybe you would dig this other fucking having another person involved in your relationship the only thing that's going to bother me is that now you need to buy more gifts at Christmas more Christmas gifts more birthday cards you got to have another space at the table for fucking Thanksgiving dinner you got to think about all this shit You're going to need to build another guest room to house all these fuckers when they come over to the house and have orgies. (laughs) Talk to them about what the relationship is. Is the relationship a sexual thing? Is it uh, a bowling thing? Like, what is it? I don't think it's anything that you need to worry about. This is your hang-up. And if you have a hang-up about it, maybe you talk to a therapist as opposed to writing fucking Ask Amy. I highly suggest uh, bewildered parents that you just talk to more to your kid and uh, his spouse and figure things out. Maybe it's a phase. Who the fuck knows? It always seems like people go through phases. They're trying to figure out their relationships and they're like, oh, maybe this will fucking make things better. And then they're like, nope, didn't make things better. I'm out. And how many times, like you always, like, I don't want to say you always, I Going through all these articles every fucking day looking for things to talk about. I see these articles where it's always like, We added a third person to our marriage and it's done nothing but make things better. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, for you. For you, it did. I want to see all the articles that people, uh, where people have added a third person to their marriage or relationship and it's made things worse. You know, it's out there. You know, there isn't one fix for everybody. So, that's what I suggest. Go fucking talk to your kids. Jesus, how hard is it? Sorry that it makes you feel a little uncomfortable, but I'm sure it made your fucking, it it was, your son probably felt a little uncomfortable fucking sharing the secret with you. So talk with them about it. See what's going on. That's my advice. For fucking, uh, whoa, Everybody loves alliteration. So you got to Ask Amy, what would it be for Stu? See, I'm just thinking of signing off sincerely, Stu. Ah, whatever. All right, here we go. Dear, this is from Amy. Dear bewilder, let's start by talking about divorce. Uh-oh. Not that long ago, divorce meant a total severing of a relationship, but then Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin highlighted the concept of a conscious uncoupling where a couple ceases to be married but continues to love one another even as they move on to other relationships. You may define marriage as monogamy until divorce or death, but as people explore their freedom to redefine the boundaries of what it means to be married, they may choose ethical non-monogamy, which is where they remain lovingly married but are free to engage in other romantic relationships in a way that they believe is open and honest. They don't define this as infidelity. It is about consensual relationships. In my opinion, the important question is how these polyamorous relationships will affect children growing up in their families with three or four adults who all identify as parents and partners. If all the adults are stable, loving, and committed to the children, then I imagine the kids will be fine. They don't have kids. I think that was something that was said. They don't have kids, right? Yeah, they're in their mid-30s and don't have children, so yeah. I mean, that always throws a fucking monkey wrench into it all of They don't have kids, so there we go. Take a breath. Do some reading about polyamory and understand that you define marriage one way while they define it differently. Unless you and they are religious, that doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it what it is. I hate that expression. It is what it is. This is their life and their choice, and if they want to remove the taboo surrounding polyamory, you should discourage them from defining this as a deep, dark family secret. They, not you, can explain themselves to other family members when the time comes, and yes, it is bound to be awkward until it isn't. Well, there you go. Amy said it in a much more uh, intellectual and a uh, less swearing kind of way. Uh, but I think Amy and I agree that it is, uh, it's on the parents. It's their hangup. They need to talk more with their kids because uh, just because it doesn't uh, fit in with your idea of what a marriage should be, doesn't mean that it's wrong or whatever. So there you go, Amy. You and I fucking agreed today How about that? Uh, often Amy and I don't But we did today Good start to the day Good start to the week uh, That's it everybody I am done I gotta go make some phone calls Get some shit done Before I go to work I uh, Hope you guys have a good Monday uh, I already mentioned Please like the Facebook page Please like the Twitter page uh, Check out my Macari If you want to buy some sports shit There's a link on my Instagram page And my fucking Twitter page Uh, Please consider subscribing to the Patreon Stu, what's the Patreon? The Patreon is a podcast behind a paywall You pay five bucks a month for it What do you get? It's the same shit It's this shit Just more of that shit So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit Because it's the same shit Just more So if you need more shit in your life That's the shit So go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, search out Elemental Podcast, and uh, just plunk down five bucks. And I just did, uh, this weekend, my 500th episode. So I've done a lot of episodes over there. So you're going to have a lot of podcasting that you can listen to if you want. Uh, Do I tell you to start from episode one? Fuck no. Each episode, I think, should stand on its own. And uh, you can go listen and have some fun. So consider that. Help me out. Five bucks. Help me pay for my car. Help me pay for my medical bills. Ugh, God. Life is just piling on me. One thing after another. It's great. Uh, Do these things for me too if you could. Go check out Magic JBM on Facebook. What's that, Stu? That's my bad boy, John Midgley. He's a magician. He's a social worker. And uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, he also was a carpet installer. Yeah, he would go into people's homes and he would install carpet. Now he wouldn't rip up old carpet, you had to do it. He had some standards. He's like, that shit's beneath me, I install. I don't take rip shit out, I only install it. So you rip it out. But uh, he's got a page for his magic stuff, Magic JVM, You'll get to see his magic. You'll get to see the art that he draws. He's a good dude. Go check out Magic JBM on Facebook. Then we got The Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. A married couple that eats coleslaw. Why? I don't know. They love it. So they got a Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw. They do Facebook Lives where they eat coleslaw and they give you the yay or the nay. So go check them out. And then Adam also is a realtor. He sells homes adam house sells homes that's crazy but uh so if you have any uh questions on uh, selling a home he can probably help you out if you live on the east side of michigan he can maybe help you sell it he can help you buy one there you go go check it out the sunday slaw then my boy matt harper he is an artiste he draws shit and he's got things for sale he's got a, a TikTok and an Instagram page for it, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. So you can go check out the stuff that he's got for sale, or, or you can uh, commission him to draw something for you. And he can do it. He's really good at it. So go check out his Instagram page or his TikTok, Matt Harper Art. He's got a new job, though. So uh, I don't know if he's super busy with that or what, but get a hold of him, Matt Harper Art. And then he also, he's super busy, like I said, because he does a podcast too. Another episode podcast. Every Wednesday, he and his partner, Mandy Elaine, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. Uh, Episodes come out on Wednesdays. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you've never listened to a podcast before, check out this one this coming Wednesday. Sincerely, I mean it. I want you to go listen. Another episode podcast. Uh, you can listen on your favorite podcast platform And you can follow them on facebook instagram and twitter another episode podcast go listen this wednesday All right, everybody. That is it. I am done. I got shit to do Hopefully you guys have a good day I will see you tomorrow on the patreon or i'll see you on thursday for the freebie. All right. Thanks guys We'll talk to you later Okay,